You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat and stay up to date. Hi there, this is the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. Today I'm going stateside, I'm speaking to the absolutely delightful, the delectable, the delicious Jennifer from Diamonds and Whiskey. Hi Jen. Hi Dom, how are you doing? I'm absolutely fantastic. How are you doing? Well, I'm about the same, I'd say. Maybe not as chipper, but pretty dang good. Well, it's... I mean, we're pre-recording this. It's now Thursday, and it's like it's twenty to eight here in the UK. I mean, you're are you five? You're five hours back, aren't you? You're on, are you on the east coast? Are you in central now? I'm Eastern. Yeah. yeah. So it is two thirty-nine PM here. Yes. So you should be nice and chipper, and it's the it's the middle of the day for you. <laughs> it's after lunch, though. Don't you get in a food coma after you eat? I don't really eat much at lunch. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time. I eat breakfast. <laughs> I know. I skip breakfast and go straight to lunch around one o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't have. T- I've got so much on. Everything is just like piling up. It's like ah. Hmm. It must Baby feel. Boy. It must feel the same for you though, because things are starting to move quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's it's taken off for sure. I am. I feel like a crazy person. Um, which which. I am a little crazy. We know that if you've listened to my music, um, but, but, uh, yeah, it is taking off. I mean, we're prepping for tour this summer. And so it's, you know, several practices a week and then interviews like this and, um, all the in between trying to get the record ready to go. And it's just a lot. So yeah, we're getting really busy. So you're actually with a new group. You've got a new manager, you've got new publicists, you've got new everything. Like, literally everything is brand new for you. Yeah, so um, basically, I mean, we have we have our booking agent, which we had last time, Liz. And then, but otherwise, like, everything is new. I mean, we have uh, revamped and grown. And this new album uh, we started last August, so we're still working on it. I mean, just major production for this one. You you know the old the old record, mm-hmm. which was great, of course, and kind of got us off and going. But this one is definitely like way leveled up. <laughs> so the production is is way more serious with some major players out of Nashville, New York, and um, yeah, I, I'm humbled by all the people that have played on this album and and mixed and been a part of it or been an engineer. Or, it's just it's been incredible. So, um, so yeah, it's been a lot of hard work. Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm stoked about it. I can't wait for everybody to hear it. I mean, I've I've literally only just heard Country Voodoo right now, just before we started speaking here. And everybody listening now, you will hear this after this chat. And I've got to say, I mean, I've always loved your music. I've always loved you as a person. Just absolutely adore you. This here... I, every time I've listened to it, I cannot help but like kind of shimmy about and really get into the the drum beats, the drum beats behind the whole song, just out of this world. Oh, thank you. That's Pat Garcia. Uh, he was with Red Sun Rising forever. He's a phenomenal drummer that's toured the world. He's incredible. So he he played it um, on every song in this record, and it's it's amazing. But th- we chose this as a fun one. Um, I thought that that contributed exemplifies the sound of diamonds and whiskey now you know on that you're like 
<laughs> you know, on this record, there's going to be all sorts of songs. Um, you remember the last one, so it's very, very similar. But I feel like that swampy vibe, that rock country thing, is definitely, it's definitely us. So we thought this was a really good track to start with. And, and I'm super excited about it. It's just a really fun guitar riff and everything. So for those that don't really understand what swampy rock is, do you want to explain what swampy rock is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it's a it's a little different. It's dirty. It's gritty. It's um it's moody, um sexy. It's it's just a, a my own version, I guess, of of country music. But it, it's just got more of a rock vibe, and um you know the guitars sound. I don't know what swampy swampy is the best word I can think of. I mean, they just it's have really word. cool. Yeah, there it's um. I always think of it. I don't, did you ever watch that HBO show True Blood? Did we ever? Yes, talk I did. About this? I don't know if you ever, okay, so that intro song, like you know, I want to do bad things to you. Like that's exactly that's what I feel like my mind. <laughs> so so it's this swampy kind of Louisiana feel, you know, if you over here. But um, so yeah, it's just that kind of a swamp vibe. I think it's very different from, especially most female country anyway. Um, and I I like it. I'm just gonna be me, and that's kind of my sound. I love that. You know, the, the swampy music is a bit like a swampy vibe. Perfectly summed up. Right, <laughs> exactly. It is, I mean, it's it's not rock and it's not country and it's not, it's not like Americana. It's not like country rock. It's, it is swamp rock. It is like swamp country. It's just swampy. It's like you say, it's really gritty. <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait to hit play on Black Country Voodoo because just everything about it, just from start to finish, I mean, it gets to about halfway through and you've got a bit of like a synthesizer, church organy sound. Mm -hmm. And then it just, it, it, everything just dies down. The drums, everything apart from like a palmed guitar. And oh, mm -hmm. just, it gives me goosebumps even thinking about it. Just... Love it. Yeah, yeah the, the, um, that's that B3 organ. And um, the guy that played that, Johnny Fong, who also did um, a lot of the stuff in the song. But he, um, you know, he just was on Keith Urban's record, uh, Gabby Barrett's song, I hope. Like, he's he's pretty amazing. So to have him on my record is incredible. But that's him playing that solo. And um, it's it's incredible. And then all the resonator guitar that you hear in there, that's Randy Kors, uh, Grammy winner, um he played with Dolly. I mean, toured with Dolly for years. So he, I mean, he's just so well known and um, was a big part of this. He's actually in the music video, which we just shot. So um, that's mm -hmm, that's coming soon too. <laughs> music video. Music's exciting! I know music video. So we've got that ready, um, and uh, we'll be we'll be letting you know. It's it's going to come right after the release, pretty much. So um, can't wait to share that. It's a fun it's a fun twist on a cheating story. You know, it's about getting getting revenge. I'm very sweet and tend to turn the other cheek a lot. Um, but yeah, it's my my angry side came out in this one. And if you could cast a spell after someone hurt you and, and make them fall in love with you just so you could break their heart, that's basically what this song is. Um, so so you know, you you heard the chorus: uh, a pinch of regret, a shake of hate, stir that pot, and just wait. Yeah. So it's um it's just a fun song. I, I really really enjoyed this one. When did you write it? 
Oh gosh. Um, I, I started writing this years ago. I mean, I wrote it in a few minutes. Um, then I just made some finishing touches, uh, this year, but yeah, it's been a while. I was in Seattle recording the first record and went and saw a tarot card reader while I was there. And that inspired this song. Mm-hmm. And I, I left there and wrote this on the plane back when I was headed back. When you had your tarot card reading, can you remember mm-hmm. what was said? Yes, it was uh, it was scary accurate. <laughs> really? Can you can you repeat? <clears throat> Sorry, can you repeat it? Can you repeat what was said, or can you tell us a little bit? Oh, just okay. So I can tell you some of it. Mm-hmm. So um, this was um, yeah. So this was about three. And a- and a half years ago when I was recording that first record and she told me that I was going to be very successful in whatever I was doing out there in Seattle at the time, which was recording, um, and that this endeavor would be successful for me, even though I didn't tell her what it was. Um, she also told me, here's a, a funny one, she told me that when I got back home, not to trust one of my friends that has long black hair. Don't tell her anything. That's what she told me. Well, I didn't heed her advice because I thought, what? And so the only friend I have with, with long black hair I got back, I told her something. It turned into like this whole thing and she stabbed me in the back. And that's what I wrote Muddy Water about, which is crazy if you remember. <laughs> and so um, so I was like, oh my God, she was right. And um, so, and she told me about future love interests, which actually occurred as well. And um, it was just a lot. She was, it was an hour reading that I cried a lot through, but she seemed to know a lot about who I was as a person, um, just from meeting me and maybe maybe she's just really good at reading people but she seemed to you know we usually you heard my first record so that was some of my life story mm-hmm. if, you, if you remember so so she she talked a lot about a lot of that which i had no idea how she would know that so it was pretty pretty amazing i mean just it always it always not freaks me out but it, it kind of like makes you sit on the ed, edge of your seat thinking mm-hmm. hang on what either how do you know that or that when it actually does happen it's almost like you know whenever you have like deja vu and it's like I'm sure I've witnessed this before but you realise oh I've actually been told this by somebody else that doesn't even know me exactly exactly and uh, I think the biggest thing was telling me you know that this friend was really going to hurt me in some way she's like I can't see her name but I just got long black hair I mean it was it, it, two weeks later, and it ha- and I was like, oh my gosh! And then that, then I was penning Muddy Water, you know, just <laughs> off writing, and then Muddy Water ended up popping the the European ACMs, and and just like uh, you know, it's been such a big song for us. So it, I don't know, it just ended up being crazy. So I thought that was pretty cool. I still can't get over Sugar Stick. <laughs> Honey, me either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just I mean, I love your whole penmanship the lyricism that you come out with just so creative thank you i try to be you know catchy but not too shallow with it i don't like to pander but i like to have a good time and i think i think you're really gonna love this new album i remember that you loved hero before and i've got a new there's there's one on this album that is gonna blow your mind um and i can't wait yeah so it's not coming out till later this year but you're gonna be i'm telling you it's gonna yeah, it's going to get you. So I've, I got a big song. Yeah. Do you have a name yet for the album? Uh, yes, I do. I do have a name for the album. And you might, I think you might be the first person I'm telling this to. <laughs> so, ooh. So the new album is called Blonde Ambition. 
Oh, I know, right? I'm so excited. For those that haven't <laughs> actually seen what you look like, you've got the most gorgeous, gorgeous darling, gorgeous. blonde hair. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe not today, but but, um, but yeah. So I, I mean, there's a story behind it and a song, of course, on the record. Um, mm-hmm. And and you know, I'm, we're going to focus more on backcountry video, of course, today. But I can tell you, blonde ambition is coming, and it is. Um, it's a fun song about wanting to be blonde so bad, but more for me, this record in particular is about wanting to be myself, you know, and not really giving a crap what people think. And I think that that to me is, is what blonde ambition embodies, you know, embodies this. That's what I want to do. I'm going to be mean. If you don't like it, you can kiss my rear end. (laughs) Too right. Too right. Right. I mean, you're the most fiercest and well-driven woman I probably know. I mean, I know a lot of strong women. Not saying that everybody, all the women I know aren't strong. I just think that you're just so fierce and you, you've had to look after yourself. Mm-hmm. You do. Um, it took me a long time to, to be that way. I think I spent most of my life trying to please everybody else. And I think that this year in particular really taught me, my new manager especially, he really pushed me out of my shell with this record. He's like, you're driving the car, you know, so... I'm, I can give you a Ferrari, but you got to drive it, you know? Yeah. And so it's, it's really been an eye-opening experience for me to get to create this record in particular in the way that I wanted to do it. I didn't get to do that with the last one. This time I really got to spend the time and the money and the effort and like go all out on it. And I'm, it's my dream come true. Nothing else ever happens. I feel like I've made it in my own mind because I got to do this record. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. You should be proud. You should be, your heart should be full of joy and excitement because everything that you've done so far, and I can imagine what's coming out soon, is amazing. Just, I, I, I'm, I'm like your biggest fan. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Well, you know, I told, I told you before, but the interview we had last time, and I've done so many, so... You know, I, I hate to say it, but a lot of them get lost, but I will never forget that day. And I I enjoyed it so much. And I mean, I think you brought me to tears. I was like, oh my gosh, like I normally don't do this in interviews, but we really dove into the stories behind the songs. And, and this record's no different. Everyone's a story. Um, and I just dive more into my life. So even Backcountry Voodoo, as fun as it is, there's a story behind it. You know, there's hurt. There's a reason it's like that. So um yeah, I, I really enjoyed that and appreciate you taking the time to really dive into the songs. One of the things that I really kind of thought was quite kind of eerie um, with Country Voodoo is right at the start with, I think, I think it's the resonator. When that comes in, it almost sounds like a wolf howling. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm. that. And so it's so funny like that. That wasn't one of the original things recorded when we sent this track to Randy Kors, who is in Nashville and, you know, like I said, played resonator guitar with Dolly. I mean, she's even sang on some of his tracks. It's, it's amazing, this man. But he um, we I didn't really know what direction to tell him. He just took it and did all of that and sent it back. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's perfect. You know, it's amazing how one instrument like that can really give a song the feel it needed. Um, and it ended up just being incredible. And then I got to go to Nashville and meet him. And um, he's in the video, which is super cool. So, so yeah, I don't know. I just feel very blessed that these people wanted to be on the track. So it's pretty cool. Um, one of the other things that I know you probably couldn't hear is in this second verse, 
there's like a, a drum beat and it's actually an industrial fan, um, like a metal industrial fan. And Jim Brock, who's a legendary percussionist, came in the studio and we didn't know what he was going to do. But there's a video of him hit, like he wanted to play an industrial fan. <laughs> so that's what that like clashes. He even played a vegetable steamer on my record. <laughs> like he's amazing. He's Kathy Mateus. Uh, percussion. I mean, he's played with so many big people. It makes no sense. So he just comes in and creates all these sounds for the record. It's it's amazing. But that's an actual one of those big metal like factory fans. You know? uh-huh. um, and I, I saw a video of it later. I was like, what in the world? My producer Eddie Z called. He's like, you will not believe what all is being played on this record. So yeah, backcountry voodoo in particular though has a lot of really cool sounds deep in there. So I, I hope people actually get to dive in and listen to what's going on. That's what I always find fascinating, though, is all the different kind of sounds you can get from everything in everything, you know, just around you. I mean, obviously, nobody has an industrial sized fan in the bedrooms. But, right. <laughs> well, I don't know, actually. If you've got an industrial sized fan in your bedroom, you need to, like, look at your heating. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just you can make music with anything. And. The kind of creativity that some people have, I mean, yourself with your songwriting and your, your lyricist, you know, your vocal ability, because talking like this now, you wouldn't think that you'd be so, not aggressive, but you've got that grit behind you. You've got that kind of power and that oomph and it, it's, it's magical. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, I've I've got a lot of respect for those who can, you know, who have that creative mind, and to think of using a vegetable steamer and an industrial sized fan, right. brilliant, love it. I can't wait to, I can't wait to really sit down with my headphones on and to really listen. Yeah, it's it's definitely fun, and um, and you're gonna hear a lot of that throughout the entire record. There's you know everything from flat out rock and roll on this record to pop, you know, and even ragtime. Um, so you're gonna get you're gonna get a lot on this album that you haven't had yet. Um, and just the musicianship alone is such a higher level um, than before. It's it's just incredible. So I'm I, I'm not just saying that. Everybody that's heard it is amazed, and so I'm. Um, and it really goes back to my producer, Eddie Z. I mean, he has just went all out. Um, so, yeah, thanks. I, I, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm glad you like it so far. Now, I'm on an app called Clubhouse where people talk. You know, you listen to people talking in, like, groups of rooms. And I was, I was in a music talk room uh, 11 o'clock last night, I think it was. And a man came on to talk and he was talking about what he's done in the past and talked about his future projects and some of his previous accolades is working with Nickelback. The man's called Dale. And (laughs) when he was talking, he just, he dropped in, yeah, I'm working on things like with Jennifer at Dimes and Whiskey. And I was like, ears pricking up like, ooh, what's going on here? So... (laughs) Is Dale producing one or more of the tracks on the new album? So Dale has been mixing. Oh, is he um, mixing? One or more. Yes, one or more of the new tracks. And um, you're going to, yes, he is on the record. He's, um, he's yeah, he's been amazing. And you know he did our last record. Um, and this time, you know, since it's got so much more on it, I think he's had a lot more fun and is excited about what's coming out because he's got to be a part of that. And I love Dale. Dale is like... 
he's just the coolest guy. I've met him so many times, you know, at showcases and different, different, um, conferences and that sort of thing. And then to get to work with him, even across the border is, is great because of COVID, you know, we can't exactly go there or him come mm-hmm. down, but, um, he, he's been amazing. So yes, he is mixing on this record and has been working with production here. Um, so that's exciting that he mentioned it. That's awesome. Cause, cause we love him and are glad that people like that are on board. Um, we also have Kirk Kelsey mixing on the record. He's, um, been in front of house for Keith Urban for years and worked with three doors down, of course. And like, I mean, he's done so much too. So we've got him on, on the album, Mark Williams, who did Hootie and the Blowfish. He's mixing on the record. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of big people on this record working and wanting to be a part of it. So, um, I think the writing is a little different I could be wrong, but, um, and the sound, of course, you know, it's again, it's not your typical sound. So I think it's kind of new and fun and edgy and everybody's kind of starting to like grab a hold of it. So I'm hoping that, the general population likes it. <laughs> it's <out> there. <laughs> the dear, dear listener. But yeah, yeah, it must be. It must feel amazing though, looking over the years and realizing. Hang on, I've got all these, all these big names wanting to work on my music. It must feel great. It it does. People that are yeah. When you when I think about my idols and and um people i would want to work with and then getting to work with people that actually help them get where they are or did something with them you know it's like it's really surreal and, and to get emails and even text you know dell will text me or you know it's just kind of like oh my god <laughs> they have my cell number <laughs> you know so i'm just sitting, you know sitting in nashville you know eddie and i are sitting at the top of some fancy hotel a couple weeks ago having this fancy dinner with Johnny Fung and Randy Kors too, these big guys in Nashville and and it's just like yeah, it's real surreal, it's like I, I don't know how this is happening but it is and it's great so you I'm really it. thankful and humbled, thank you I've worked really hard and and uh, we, we've got a lot of hard work to do and yet, but we're going to keep at it So Now, you've got a musician called Brandon um, Brandon, yes he is one of your biggest advocates. <laughs> Brandon's, uh, I call him Blam because, you know, be Lamb, but I've shortened it to Blam because that's easiest. And um, he is, if, if there were a partner in this, he would be that. He is my rock. He basically carries me through every he reminds me to eat every day he reminds me to <laughs> take my morning vitamins and like you know so he's he's basically just like holding me up while I like go chase his dream um and he's in, in the background and just so thrilled to be there and I'm yeah so Brandon um a little little tidbit here wrote or is the only lyrical co-write on the album with me um he actually yes um there's a song on there i can't talk about it yet but um he sent me the chorus to it one day and i'm telling you it is incredible and i wrote the rest of the song and so he actually has writing credit on the record and not only that he's playing banjo mandolin guitar bass like on stage like we've got him switching (laughs) instruments between songs and like it's gonna be a whole new thing that we're bringing so he's worked so hard and i'm so proud of him um so yeah he's he's been my one long-standing you know person in this and i'm i'm so grateful for him you know i I really don't know what to do without him so i'm glad he's still on board after having to put up with me for this song (laughs) so um so yeah that that's lamb I mean, every time 
I've posted about yourself or when, particularly when we did the podcast, he was messaging me saying things like, you know, uh, <clears throat> he calls you the boss lady. He does. He calls me the boss lady. That's right. And he's, he's just, he's, he seems really, really sweet. And I absolutely, whenever I see his name come up, I'm always grinning from ear to ear because he's just, he's genuine. He, let me tell you, that's one of the best people I've ever known in my life. Um, you know, I just, I can't say enough about him. I really can't. Um, when I say he's literally carried me, literally carried me off the stage afterwards when I couldn't walk or well, I was at a photo shoot not long ago. I don't know if you know, but I had surgery on my foot. So I've been one-legged for a while. He's had to carry me at those. I mean, put me in places, pick me up. But I mean, he is, um, he's been my back going through a lot. And um, it's been, yeah, it's been something. This past year was a pretty tough one. You know, I had cancer and then, well, COVID and then Lyme disease and two surgeries, car accident. I mean, it's been a it's been a heck of a year for me, and I feel like now I'm finally coming out swinging. And um, yeah, it's gonna be big. So there's not anything gonna keep me down, but you know that. Like I say, you're fierce. You're tough. <laughs> yeah. Basically, if I saw you in a back alleyway, I'd be running the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nobody messes with Jen. <laughs> There's a song about that on the record too. So, <laughs> see, it's all about truth, right? And that's basically what I want to bring. And uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of truth in this record, so it's, it's gonna be good. Now, you mentioned about your foot, and you you haven't been mobile for some time really you i remember seeing pictures on facebook where you came out and you was on crutches for a long time how are you mm-hmm. now yeah you know i'm walking now um i just went to the doctor yesterday and got an x-ray i have a ct scan tomorrow but i think um i mean i still have a minor limp but um it looks like it's good i mean i've got a screw and a staple in there permanently but um i'm just happy to be walking and hopefully one day wearing high heels again because you know my shoe collection is ridiculous mm-hmm. um, so they're just waiting for me but i got these fancy like tennis shoes out oh they're fresh i gotta wear a, oh yeah you know you know me i gotta wear my my fresh shoes out um so yeah i'm um I played a show not long ago and it went it went good. It's hard for me because I like to jump up and down and run around. And so <laughs> really? I was doing that on stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm doing that on stage and then I realized, oh crap, this is gonna hurt really bad when my adrenaline stops pumping and it sure did. I was like, oh my gosh. Um because I um, but yeah, it's going good. I, you know, I was in a car accident last year and it was pretty bad. And I was worried that it was going to be really bad. Um, but I, I looked up, I spent most of the year on crutches and in a boot waiting for surgery because of COVID. They wouldn't, you know, it's not life threatening. So they made me wait. Um, but finally got that three months ago. And so then I was in a cast or four months ago. I'm sorry. Then I was in a cast for two months and a boot for another month. And now I've got a metal plate in my shoe. And so I'm going to be with that for a little while. But then I think I'm going to be fine. So I'll be kicking ass again. <laughs> you always kicking ass, you. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so, finally, when it comes to mm-hmm. gigging and touring, then are you excited to get back onto the stages and start promoting, you know, music properly? Obviously, the past year it's been it's been a tough ride. Yeah, I am. You know, we've 
we got lucky and got to play two shows last fall, one in South Dakota because they were pretty open and another one limited capacity. But otherwise, you know, we played one show this year a few weeks ago, um, but we haven't been playing. And so I not getting to play the new music or even my old music or anything is just like, I mean, it's been a bit depressing mm-hmm. <laughs> for everyone, I'm sure. But um yeah, I'm I'm really stoked. You know, once May 20th hits, I think after that we're playing pretty much every weekend all summer and even through some of the weeks and we're traveling all over the country. Um and then there are talks of coming over there next year. So we're um yeah, we're ready to get on the road and have a good time and you know, beat our music into people's faces basically. So <laughs> it's going to be good, I think. I'm I'm a little nervous, I'm not going to lie. And and I don't tell everybody that cuz that's not part of my facade, but um I'm a little nervous cuz you know, I'm out of practice but I think I'll, I'll get back in the hang of it when is Black Country Voodoo coming out? Black Country Voodoo it comes out Thursday Thursday mm-hmm. just May the 6th is it available for pre-save pre-order pre-buy pre-download it is it is it's available for pre-save we just posted that today actually um, and so it should be up and we're going to keep you know posting it probably daily until you know, the song's out. So I think we're going to give a snippet of the video too um, within the week. So should be good. Hopefully it grabs some attention. But I played like a little 15-second clip of it on um, Facebook and Instagram already and people seem to really dig that. So I think they're going to like the song. Let's let's go down to the nitty-gritty. Now, for those listening at this point, we've just done the radio interview. So you would have heard like a, a... quick shortened down version but we've got another 30 minutes and we really want to really want to dive into the depths the swampy murky oozy depths of voodoo magic and what goes on in jennifer's brain (laughs) the dark place the dark dark (laughs) place so obviously when you're writing a song you are writing from either a fictional place or a truthful place you know an actual reality of what's happened reality (laughs) yeah this this is where reality meets fantasy for me in this Mm -hmm. song if you will Mm -hmm. so so yes it's it's from a truthful place but um and actually most of it is all truth except for the casting the spell part or maybe really? it's true, who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, most of us have been heartbroken by somebody, I'm no exception. Um, and <clears throat> being hurt is one thing, but the anger tends to come out of me at some point. And I think that's <laughs> basically what happened in this song. And I, you know, I'm. Uh, I'm many people, of course. There's lots of personalities running around in here. <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm a pretty sweet girl, most people would say. Uh, but this one, this song definitely is more of my my devious, uh, vengeful side, if you will. And it's about getting revenge on someone uh, for hurting you. So that's kind of where it started. And, you know, I went and saw a tarot card reader. And that kind of inspired the story of this gypsy lady going to see her in the woods and casting the spell. Um, so, so that's kind of where I started with it. And that's how I ended up, you know, writing the chorus first and then the verses right after. 
one of the things that I love, other than the lyric, you know, the whole songwriting aspect of it, is the kind of the where the instruments are laid throughout and the build up. Did you have a say in some of the instruments used, the resonator, the way the drums were used, or was it just the case of you said, okay, free reign, you know, do your worst? Well, so when we went in to talk about this record and I brought all my songs, which it was a lot, it was a lot of songs and we did pre-pro. My idea for this song, I mean, I sang it the way it sang, you know, and I had the chord structure and everything. And I, I knew I wanted to have this swampy vibe. But in all honesty, you know, we all got in the studio. Eddie brought in all these players from uh, mostly Nashville. And we were in the same big, huge production room in our own sections. And, um, you know, Johnny Fung, he started playing this guitar riff. You know, it was like all of a sudden we had a, a start to this. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So these guys really came in and created the, I mean, the bass is so dirty in this. That's Scott Pope. He's playing with Tiger Lily right now, but he's uh, played with Craig Morgan for years. Very well-known bass player. He's incredible. Um, so he really brought this whole dirty feel to the bottom of it. And then Pat Garassi on drums and we're just in there. And all of a sudden these guys just start playing it. And it was like, I can't even describe it really. It just came together, you know? And um, so, yeah, I had say in it, but they really helped create the whole vibe. They basically took what I had in my mind and made it happen without me really having to say a whole lot, you know? So I just, I don't know. I feel like they were really in tune with everything and uh, brought it to life. The, I didn't imagine it being that great, in all honesty. I think if it was just me, it wouldn't have turned out like that, you know. But it it really turned out great because these guys know what they're doing, and um, they had a lot of fun with it. I've got to say. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of how that happened. Definitely got to say, Black Country Voodoo has got to be one of my favorite songs that you've written. Oh, thank you. Well, it's... um. It's fun. I really, I love the lyrics of this song. You know, she's got that backcountry voodoo. It's like, you know, I'm from the cut, as we call it here, the country. I'm mm-hmm. 30 acres, you know, growing up, getting up at 430 every day, you know, and we're pretty what we call backcountry, you know, out in the woods. And so um, it, I enjoy these lyrics a lot, just writing about casting the spell and, and, and some of the religion in it, you know, the devil works in idle minds. So cast your spell and bide your time. You know, it's like mm. just a, a growing up in the Bible belt and you know, all the things that my grandmother said to me, there's a lot of that on this record. So, um, so yeah, I really enjoy these lyrics. I'm, I wanted this song really badly to make the record and I'm so glad that it did. Cause I think it's going to be a big one on it. You keep, you keep talking about this album. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, you're gonna die! I'm telling you, you're gonna die. You just wait. This is this is only the beginning. So, um, I, if you like this, I cannot wait for you to hear the re- hear the rest of it because it's um, it's incredible. <laughs> so that's all I can say. You're you're gonna love it. All right, I've got some plans. I'll I'll talk to you after this. But yeah, I've got some. Okay. Plans. <laughs> um, one of the things that I really want to go into though first is the cover app. Mm-hmm. Striking. 
<laughs> yeah, so I have a, a new graphic designer. Um, you know, we don't do anything like anyone else. Uh, we try to be a little off kilter, a little different because I, I've always wanted people to look at me and, you know, I wear crazy makeup on stage and everything, but I would rather people walk away and either hate it or love it, one or the other. Mm-hmm. And at least I know they'll, remem- they'll remember it. I always say that, love it or hate it, but you won't forget it. Um, and that's basically my MO. So that's kind of the way I feel about our graphic design right now. Um, Frank, our guy that does that, it's, it's amazing. So we had lots of different uh, ideas for this and um, and you might see some of those posted, but this is the one we decided to go with on the cover because I think it's different and fun and colorful, but not. <laughs> well, when you break it down, so you got the moon. I think when, I, when we were speaking during the radio a bit then, you know, I mentioned the wolves at the start, you know, that just screams like that wolfy werewolfy mm-hmm. kind of spirituality tones to it and it's a blue moon as well and mm-hmm. right at the front you've got these scriptures you've got these rolls of parchment with ominous symbols like just everything about it just i think i think what kind of grabs you the most though is your facial expression Mm-hmm. it's kind of it, it's it's not sad it's not it's not emotionless though either it's like in between emotionless and sad it's like you you're tired you yeah. end of your tether and you're just getting ready to just kind of go enough right that that's that's the yeah, feel it- i get from it anyhow <clears throat> yeah i thought it was a really good look for me at you know it wasn't about being beautiful or anything like that. It was just more about letting go in a way. It was just like, you know, I'm finally, I'm just done with this and this is where I'm going to leave it. And, and that's it, you know, and almost relief, if you will. Um, and I think that's a lot on this record for me. And if I really dove into the emotional side of all of it, there, it's just a lot of hurt and getting past all of that once again and moving on and, and starting new. And that's basically, I feel like where I'm at right now. And, um, and that's looking pretty good at this time. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, I think that was embodied in that. And then I, the person who shot that was Anthony Scarlatti, um, in Nashville, um, very famous photographer. And we actually went back and shot the video at his place as well. So a lot of the art you're going to see coming was all shot in the same place. It all goes together. Like, so you're going to see a lot of this sort of thing in the future um, with Backcountry Voodoo in particular and the the new video coming. So I thought that was pretty cool. So it all kind of goes together. Um, so yeah, I think the, the art ended up representing the song well. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. I mean, it's... It's frustrating. I, I know everybody goes through these kind of painful moments in life, you know, and particularly what the song's about. But it's still frustrating that people... You just, you just wish that life was almost like a fairy tale. But it never is. No. You know what I always um, say about that is I wouldn't know the really good times if I didn't have the really bad times, Mm. you know? And I feel like, I feel like especially this year, I've had some really good times and they've been all the sweeter because of the terrible things too, you know? So, um, recording this record, I say it all the time was the best week of my life. I could not have been happier than I was in that studio 
for that whole week with those guys making this record, I cried a lot and, you know, poured my heart and soul into this. When I say I cried a lot, like pretty much every time we started doing anything, I was crying. So it was, it was a lot. And these guys went through that with me and, it, and I didn't even know him. We just met, you know, so it was a, it was a beautiful thing. And um, so, yeah, I just feel like I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know all the, the good feelings and how great it is to have those if I didn't have all the bad times too. So it just makes me very thankful for everything good in my life. And there's a lot of good. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the cards that you've been dealt with haven't been the best, but still to see you so pub- so bubbly and so pure is, it really melts, it, it melts my heart. Well, thanks, Dom. I'm uh, as soon as you give me my feelings, you're gonna make me all tear up again. You're good at this. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah. I I try to be optimistic all the time. I have a bad day occasionally, and I'll, I always text Blam, and I'm like, "Can you tell me something good?" <laughs> and he'll just blow me blow me up with amazing text messages about what a badass I am. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I've got good people around me, and that helps a lot. And I'm extremely grateful for that. Absolutely, I just I feel I feel privileged to actually get to know you more. So you know, even after, even before the initial podcast that we did, I know you mentioned about getting upset then, and it's never my intention intention to make you sad because that's the last thing I want to see is you upset. Oh yeah, I wasn't sad. Yeah, no, I know. But you know, it's. <laughs> I, I I just feel I'm gonna I'm gonna go now. <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm <sighs> I mean I I know what it's like to have a tough tough deck of cards dealt with you and and you've had it harder and just like we were on the phone earlier today, you know, organizing this and just having a catch up. And I was beaming from ear to ear, and you know it's it, it's little things like that, and I I just so much respect, so much love and respect for you. I don't know if I deserve all that, but I am very grateful for it. I appreciate you. I try really hard. <laughs> oh, okay. So. What are you more excited about with backcountry voodoo? What what's the one thing that kind of like screams at you, saying, you know what, this is the if I could split down the record into just like one quick f- phrase ish to say this is the thing I love about it. What would that be, if that makes sense? <laughs> oh, about the whole record or the song? Just just the song for this- now. I won't push you too much for the record. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh man. God, there's so much I love about this song. I, I have to honestly go back to the whole feel of it. It's the, again, it, we chose this song as the first single, not because I think it's the best song on the record by far. That wasn't it. It was because I felt like this song represented my sound and the way I write. Yeah, the best, you know, and I thought it was fun and at the same time truthful, um, but had mystery. And, you know, so it just 
pretty much was everything in one that I was looking for to come out with as far as the initial sound of the record. And from here, we're going to take you on a journey, you know, with every song and they're going to all be different. And um, some are real traditional country and some are not. And I just felt like this song in particular, though, was the sound of Diamonds and Whiskey. If, if you didn't hear another song from me, period, I would want you to hear this one so that you knew what our sound was, because I feel like this one really embodies that. So that's why we chose it. I, I, yeah, I mean, like I say, you know, this is one of my favorite songs so far, and it really does. I mean, we we spoke first about the swampy vibes and having that pure grit. This really does embody that. I mean, the whole fullness of it all, you know, with all the drums, with all the guitars, with all the, you know, like like you say, now you know, using like industrial fans, just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Well, thank you. I again, I couldn't have realized all that without the production, and that was all Eddie Z. That part because I, I never would have thought that of. <laughs> I always say, you know, I can write and I can sing. Okay, um, okay. I play piano oh, pretty decent. <laughs> give over, but I, but I can't do the rest of it. So, um, so that that was that's uh, my guys for sure, and um, got to give them credit there. But yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. So. I really hope everybody gives it a listen. And, it, you know, later on in the song, there's the whole double time part where it really rocks up at the end. So so that's a lot of fun, too. Um, you know, I got to bring the rock and roll to everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait till you come to the UK. I'm so ready. Um, I don't know if you know Nick over at the Whiskey and Cigarette Show. Are you? No, I you know. Uh, Nick, okay, he's in Italy. But, yeah, so we started talking about that with him as well. And, uh some shows and getting around over there next year so we will see it's it's looking good though hopefully we can get our music spread even further out there and that'll be helpful just as long as you make it up, up to the north of england i mean i can't I'm, you can't you can't just stay down south you can't just go to london and then fly off to italy and then like leave us behind in the dust you've got you've got to well, <laughs> i'm really coming to see you i mean that's my whole that's the main reason so <laughs> I mean, you know, when you when you was talking about being in the studio and being so, you know, crying with happiness and just, you know, the best time of your life. It's obviously now. Now is right. Now is the best time of your life because obviously you're talking to me. Exactly. It, yeah. This is uh, the best hour I've ever had. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. I mean, if <laughs> everyone it, else is going to be disappointed. If if we was to put it on a scale of like one to ten, one being the worst and ten being the best, I mean, it's got to be a hundred at least. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> no less than that. <laughs> oh, it has been, it's been a magical experience again, being able to chat and really look into, look into you again. I mean, I can't wait to, I can't wait to hear this album. Oh, I'm excited. Well, um, maybe, you know, off the air, we'll give you a little tidbit, you know, so we'll see. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, where can people find you on social media? Well, of course, uh, you can find us on Facebook. We are Diamonds and Whiskey, and um, you can find <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Diamonds and Whiskey Official. Um, and so, uh, Twitter, I think it's just Diamonds Whiskey. They won't let us have the and in there because it's Twitter. Oh. Uh, and then we just started, we just started a TikTok, and I'm still trying to figure that out, but it's happening apparently. And you know, but if you just Google, we're there. 
I'm there. You'll see. Finally. Lots of makeup and, and bling. <laughs> I want to kick off at you because I enjoy... I enjoy looking at websites and I enjoy going through merch sites and I enjoy looking at looking at clothes that I can never afford. When do, when's your website coming live? It is going live next week. It's diamondsandwhiskeyband.com and um, yeah, it's going live next week and it's really awesome. Um, much better than our last one and we got a lot more info with tour dates and everything on there now that we have been able to confirm those. We had to wait a while to get all our contracts in. But we're everywhere from the Carolinas out to Colorado, um, up to Wyoming, and I don't know, Wisconsin, Kansas, Iowa. We're pretty much everywhere in the Midwest and, and back to the East this summer. Um, we've been, you know, we were in California a couple of times on our last one, so we're not going all the way that far this year. But um, lots of dates, lots of fair dates, lots of opening gigs for bigger acts. So it's going to be good. Oh, just exciting times ahead. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to finish off then, what have you got planned for the rest of today? Um, I'm going to work, I guess. I gotta um I gotta work on some editing stuff for this new video coming out. And um yeah, I've got vocal I have vocal coaching, you know, so I do that every week. Uh keep my vocal cords up. So I've got that going on and um yeah, and then maybe just get some rest. So <laughs> I got a busy day tomorrow. Bet you can't wait just to stop for a second and just sit down and relax and just chill. Yeah, it's. I feel like I don't get those moments ever, but um, occasionally it's nice. This evening I'm going to get one of those finally. So, so yeah, I'm going to chill out and then uh, prepare for the weekend. We do a, a big old band rehearsal on Saturdays, and that always wears me out. So. You must be excited. I'd, try, I'd find that really exciting because obviously with the whole issues that we've had, you know, with everyone being locked down and not being able to see everyone again, just to even be able to have band rehearsals again must be great. Oh, yeah. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, it's really great. Um, I, I can't even... I don't even know how to describe it, really. I think after going so long without it, um, and of course, here we go again with appreciating things, but you really appreciate seeing people's faces. Um that's, that's a big thing for us. Like just, you know, having to wear a mask everywhere and now a lot of people are immunized. So it's just, um, it's getting better. Got to see the light at the end of the tunnel finally. Finally. It's only taken a year and a half. I know. I, I never thought we'd be here. <laughs> Honestly thought it was only going to be a couple of months and everyone will be like, oh yeah, we're all, we're all, yeah, just, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's been a crazy, crazy time. It has, but um, we survived. We're, we're getting on with it, so <laughs> we've adapted and we've we've we're getting through it. We're getting there. We're getting mm-hmm. there. Thank you for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Everybody, make sure you pre-save, pre-order, pre-download, pre-pre-purchase, pre-pre-everything. <laughs> Backcountry voodoo. Make sure you get it done before Thursday. And if you listen to this after Thursday, then get it in your library. Put it in your Spotify playlist. Get it in. Just get it. Just get it. Why haven't you got it yet? Have you got it yet? Please get it. Go on, get it now. (laughs) Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, Dom. I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you very, very soon. You've been an absolute angel. Take care, everybody. See you all next time and have a good week. 
Bye for now. That was the Country Chat Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews and general chit-chats on all things country music.